Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We got the brothers. Or brothers? Brothers? Or Brothers Bowl. Hey, we're going to talk about it, but that's coming up. Tom Brady retires. Kyrie Irving demands a trade. LeBron James, he's closing in on the scoring record. And Derek Carr... He had some interesting things to say at the Pro Bowl. It was a one-liner. We're going to touch on it up on game. It starts right right now. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. This is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. <laughs> TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Are you trying to go hunt now? All right, all right. Happy Saturday to everybody out there. Pre-Super Bowl Sunday, Saturday. It's up on game. Devar Arrington, TJ Hutchins out of Plexico first. You want to tweet us? Check us out at LeVar Arrington, at Hoosh84, at Plexico Birds, at Fox Sports Radio. You can listen live on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR or Fox Sports Radio. Search up on game wherever it is that you get your podcast. Check us out. Subscribe. Show a little love. We'd appreciate if you have that, as you mentioned, or as I mentioned, top of the show, we're talking about the Brothers Bowl. Um, listen, we're... we're <laughs> It's going to be interesting. Uh, uh, you got is it is it an A Z as in brothers in in Arizona? Is it is it the hard E R brothers in oh in Arizona? <laughs> you know which one are we running with? I don't know. But before we get to that, TJ Hushmanzada, what's going on, my guy? Man, I'm doing very well. It's uh every day now. I wake up. 
This is how I expect it to be. Clear skies, palm trees, not a cloud in the sky. It's a bit chilly, but other than that, man, feel great each and every day. That's Thank awesome. God. Yeah, we're waiting. Wait, well, let me – how are you feeling? I'm great, man. Um, I'm sitting here and – well, I, I I have shipped my uh my microphone booty, my my rubber so to speak, uh to to Arizona, you know. So I'm using uh, a communal one, and I got to tell you, man, uh it's it's weird. It, it it would be like using somebody else's, you know, and it's kind of yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Uh, all I can say is is that I don't like the smell of it, TJ, and it's, well, it's kind of bothering me. I wish you had said something to me because I would have shipped moms right with yours. Yeah. So, uh, well, is, <laughs> no. it here? is it here? Is it here? I'm no, it it's 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 here with uh, I. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's all good, man. You know, it is what it is. We'll we'll get through it, but we'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Plexico, be with us in a second. Uh, he's dealing with uh, battery, uh, well, Comrex issues. Uh, so we'll get to him in a little bit, but. Let's 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 broach the topic. It's Super Bowl uh, weekend coming ahead of us, and it's the Eagles versus the Chiefs. Um, it's built as a lot of th- different things. The the Andy Reid Bowl, obviously Andy Reid played for, or excuse me, coached for uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Made it to a Super Bowl, wasn't able to win one, but but set the groundwork for them to be uh, a really good and competitive football franchise that ended up winning with one of his coaches from his coaching tree, Doug Peterson. He ends up going to Kansas City and is having a more prolific coaching career there. Uh, than he even had in uh, Philadelphia. So now it's it's him versus his his old team that he's probably most responsible for uh, in some some conversations for the success of this franchise. But then you also have the storyline that I thought was pretty interesting and pretty funny, which I led off with, and, and I'm curious: is it is it is it the brothers' bowl? Or is it the Brothers Bowl? I mean, which which side are we going to fall in on? Brother. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you got the Kelsey Brothers, or is it the Kelsey Brothers? You got Patrick Mahomes, and you got Jalen Hurts. Is it Brothers, or is it Brothers? I, I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, which one should we settle in on? Is it, <laughs> is it Brothers with, with an A-Z? Or is it brothers with a hard er? You know, I mean, I think it just got to be brothers with an as, and you go that with goes the for the, that, that goes for the Kelseys okay. and the Mahomes and the Hurts. It's just all in one. It's all in one. Yeah, so gotta drop be the all Z, in one. add an S, drop the er, add an a, a, a s. So brothers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For for both, I mean, it's a, when, when when you think about it in that light. I don't – correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you've researched this. I haven't. Two brothers ever played against each other? I, I think this is the first time. I think that that's a, why it's such a big deal. In a Super Bowl, that's great for them, their family, that, that they're in this position. Um, obviously, for the African-American quarterback, this has never happened before. So it's great for that position. And then you also brought up Andy Reid going against his former team. And, yeah, he's had more success – in Kansas City, uh, it's because he has a better quarterback and he has a better overall team around him. And, and so this Super Bowl, if you told me you were picking the Chiefs, I'd say, okay. And if you told me you were picking the Eagles, I'd say, okay. It, it, I mean, to me, this game is so evenly matched that uh, 
any pick or any team that you choose to go with, I, I could see why you would do that. But the aspect of the Kelseys yeah. playing against each other, one plays offense, one – I mean, they both play offense, so they won't be on the field at the same time. But the fact that it's two brothers – playing against each other in the soup. Not only are they two brothers, they're two of the best at their they're position they, in the goons, league. Goons. And so yeah. that that perspective, and then in the perspective of the African-American quarterback with Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, I, I'm hoping it comes a point in time that that's not even a discussion anymore. That doesn't even matter that it's two black quarterbacks playing in a Super Bowl. More and more coming into the league uh, – Hopefully it, it can be a normal thing that this is a regular occurrence, but I just want a good game. Yeah. That, that's all I want. I want a good game. These damn referees, man, mm. and officials, man, don't get involved in this game and ruin a great game like they've done the majority of these playoffs. Uh, I mean, should this be celebrated? Should it be made as big of a deal as it be as it as it become? It's interesting because I feel conflicted. Like, it's amazing to me that this is the first time that it's two black quarterbacks that are going to square off in the Super Bowl. Really? That amazes me. That that does, because of how good some of these quarterbacks have been. That That's pretty, um, that's pretty amazing to me, for one. But then for two, it's, it's just kind of like, not one time? Like I mean, not not once. When, when, when you think about it, let's just talk. Uh, let's just say the last this century. I mean, who who'd you have? Who'd you have? Vic McNabb. Yeah, McNair. Vince, Vince, Vince Young. Young. Rest in peace, Steve McNair. Uh, who else? Who else could we name in that that was a starter for consecutive years, year in and year out? Those four. I don't know if we're missing one. Are we going to count Kaepernick? Kaepernick, he made it to the Super Bowl, but Kaepernick started, what was it, three uh-huh. years? <laughs> no, that was the question. Oh, my God. Oh, are we going to count? That went right over my head, and then it came right back, and I got, oh, you cold for that. Yes, I'm counting Kaepernick, of course. Yes, we're going to count, uh, count Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Okay. Yeah. So, so five play. quarterbacks. We got Lamar spent. Jackson right now. We we got uh, – I mean, we had Byron Leftwich at one time. We got – we had Garrard. But Leftwich was with the Jags. He didn't really have a chance, man, uh, getting that. Now, when you talk now, and C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young will be entering the NFL, uh, Anthony, there's just – it's more opportunity. And, and so the percentage – of it happening is going to increase. I just hope it's no longer a conversation. I mean, think about when Randall Cunningham and Warren Moon were were in the league, and and you know you had uh, those types of, of guys playing in in that. It just it's it's kind of interesting that there's never been two black quarterbacks play in you know Doug Williams, and and, and that wasn't as as prevalent obviously clearly back then, but there was some really quality black quarterbacks that have played in this league. I just I find that to be very interesting that that's that's a deal. I also find it equally equally as interesting that you never had siblings square off against each other in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's really hard though, man, to get two brothers not only to play in the Super Bowl. You know how hard it is to get two brothers into the league. Into the league. 
We're talking NFL, NBA, baseball. Like, your bloodline has to be strong. That's number one. But the parents of those kids have to be so dedicated because they're different ages. Yeah. You know coming up how hard that Unless is. they're twins. Like, you could have right been the right barber if twins. If they're twins, but – if they're not twins, one parent, okay, you got to take so-and-so over here. This is what time he plays this yep. week. So-and-so plays at this. So they're always like separated. The, the Manning family, you know. Yeah, that's or, a feat within or like itself. like long, the Long family or, or the Bosas. Un- un- unless, unless it's a situation where one is a junior or a senior in high school and the other one is in middle school, so the schedule is a little – they're not playing around the same times. That, that can be a little – once you get to high school – it's a little different. But coming up and you got one that's 11 and one that's 13. Yeah. From that period, you guys are always separated. So their parents, the Kelseys, have done a hell of a job raising them and getting them to that point because as a parent that has children that play sports, it's not easy. They're solid dudes too, TJ. Them them two dudes, they're, they're not only – they're not only playing in the game, their main storylines to the game, their main storylines to the success of their teams, their leaders, their playmakers. You would not have the success that you're having on either side of these teams if you did not have the presence of those Kelsey brothers involved. So I love the storyline of two brothers being in the Super Bowl. I think it's a way more interesting story that you have two productive, amazing future Hall of Famer football players that are That's siblings. That's the crazy part about it, LeVar. Sibling rivalry man sibling that, rivalry. That right there is and and this is the thing though we're gonna watch them next weekend playing the super bowl the winner of this is gonna brag about this the rest of their the lives. rest of their lives they're gonna be getting together for thanksgiving or when they retired and, and that like, ring hey, gonna man, pop up you remember in 2023 when i got this and you had to watch me celebrate i still love you though like mm. just those type of moments um, that'll stay with them for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And, and so I've met Travis Kelsey, super cool dude, man. I've never met Jason Kelsey. Uh, but again, to their parents, pat yourselves on the back if you hear this because y'all have done a hell of a job raising two kids that can get to this position because I know it's not easy. Yeah. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, but on the other side of the break, we're talking about taking breaks. Well, Tom Brady decided to take a permanent break, that is, from the game. He retires. Wasn't a big ceremonious deal like everybody might have thought it would be. Uh, We'll talk about that and more on the other side this is up on game we'll be right back in the 1980s frank farian was riding high as a successful german music producer but he was bored german pop was formulaic dull and oh so white frank had bigger dreams american dreams he wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger than life artists like michael jackson or run dmc so he assembled a hip-hop duo Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip-syncing, 
their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. 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 Come on. Come on. We're back in the studio. Got to do a show just for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's up on game. LeVar Arrington, TJ Hutchmanzada. Plexico is still trying to figure out uh, – the technical difficulties of it, and we might have to sit him out on this one. It might be a bench. It might be a bench situation for my man Plexico. But stretch, we see you on the uh, on on the Zoom call on the uh, live dip. Which, by the way, you can check us out uh, in our video podcast. Uh, you know, at the YouTube channel for for Fox Sports Radio. Uh, yeah, we're 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 obviously live, and we're in the TireRack.com studio, and uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook. Yep. It's the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code up on game. That's code up on game. That's code up on game. That's code up on game for a special offer when you sign up. All right. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You know who will have some time to, well, maybe he won't be able to do some betting because he'll probably be in the booth somewhere. I heard that the, the reported estimated value of his contract to be on television is astronomically high, super high. Uh, one Tom Brady, he had this to say, TJ, about his retirement. Here we go. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, 
Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. He got a little emotional at the end of that bad boy, TJ. When he said family and friends, his voice started to crack a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it cracked he, a little bit. He's He got emotional, and I, I, I said it on here. I was 100% convinced he was coming back next year. And, and I, I'm going to look at it from two different ways as to why I thought he would. If I lose my wife and my family supposedly because of football, uh, there's no way I'm not playing another season just because. I'm playing another season. If I lost, if I lose my wife and my family because my wife supposedly wants me to retire, and I'm not going to get into their personal business. Maybe they were having problems outside of the realm of him being an athlete and continuing to be a quarterback in the National Football League. I don't know that. But if it's about spend time with your family, retire, and you lose them, and then you retire a few months after? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm not doing that. Just, just out of spite, I'm going another year. Mm-hmm. Just because. Now, could, now, the other realm is, could it be that Fox is saying, hey, we signed you to this deal. Uh, you got to come work with us now. You got to come work with us now. So was he getting pressure on that end? I don't know. Tom Brady will go down as the greatest quarterback to ever play, the greatest winner to ever play in the National Football League. Um, and everything that has come to him, he's had to earn. There was no handouts. Mm-hmm. No handouts. And, and I know this firsthand because we were in a similar situation. When you get into the league, we in the basement. You in Plexico, you guys were in the penthouse. We, we Stop that. You guys were in the penthouse. And when I say penthouse, meaning you got drafted high. You come in, automatically, you're going to play. I don't care if you're ass and you suck completely. You're, you're going to at least get an opportunity to play. That's true. Tom Brady had to get it out the mud. He had to earn everything that has come his way. It wasn't given to him. No handouts. He had to earn this. And, and so everything he's done – at least for me, you have to pat him on the back because there's not many guys that come into the National Football League in his situation and go out in his situation. Very rare. Doubt if we ever see it again. Um, but <laughs> me, out of spite, I lose my family. I got to go one more. Mm. All right. Well, maybe add this one as an option. What if it's a – what if it's a I'm going to get my family back situation? Think about that. It's a possibility that, I mean, I don't know this for certain, and of course, but the first thing I thought about was, man, what if, because sometimes some of us are hard heads, right? Like, sometimes it's like. Hey, LaVar, she looked like she done moved on, yeah, bro. Like, but, but. You know, you know how that goes, TJ. Like, yeah, but it, like, do it, I do I even want you back after you? That's a I great, mean, that, I mean, do I even I, like really? If like, you if you caused it, if you if you caused that void, if if some way somehow you were a part of causing that void, I know the type of dude you are. A lot of people think that TJ Hushmanzada is this hardcore dude that ain't got no soft spot. You're a soft dude. You're softer than I am. I'm probably more of a killer than you are. You are a loving dude, right? You would try to make it right. If you felt like you were the reason something didn't go right 
and you felt as though you could make it right and, and improve it or fix it, especially after the fact, like, man, like, I thought that it wouldn't happen. I know you threatened me, or I know that I maybe have felt it. Maybe I just didn't pay enough attention to it because I've been trying to be great for so long that I just didn't see the handwriting was literally on yeah. the wall. I, especially for your family, LeBron. For your family, bro. Especially for your, like. Come on, man. I'm going to fight for my family. I've never met my father. Never met him a day in my life. If I walk, we walk right down the street next to each other, I wouldn't know who he was. And so I'm big on my kids. Bro, I, you know I and know. being there for them, being in their lives. And so when you bring children into the equation, uh, there's not too many things I'm not going to do for my kids to make sure that they that they get the quality of life that they deserve because they didn't choose to be in this situation. Mm-hmm. They didn't choose for their parents to be. So, yeah, to a certain extent, maybe he is thinking. I mean, that's a possibility. Look, I ain't never going to marry a chick based off of having a baby. I have a baby mama. I don't, I would not marry her. But if I've married you and we've had kids, my kids and my my wife are going to be that is more than enough for me to want to fight and to try to f- keep that or get it back. If I never married you, then keep stepping. If we never got married, if it wasn't a a, a bond where we said we're going to do this together, we're going we're going to take care of our kids, we're going to raise our kids, we're going to build a life, this that and the other. I'm a fight for that. If we ain't never been there, that's different. Like, ah, it is what it is. I got to figure out what I'm going to do with my kids, da-da-da. You know, I'm going to pay you, whatever it is, blah say blah But they were married, and they've been married for a long time. Once I'm in, once we in, you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, sometimes you just can't figure he, it out. He did look stressed. Like, I mean, like it was wearing like on long, him, man. Yes, for sure. Like he, it was did. wearing on him. Yes. And and sometimes, again, I get back to my original point. Sometimes the realities that are there as a as a possibility don't really hit you and impact you until it's real. I'm going to say that to y'all one more time <laughs> out there. Sometimes the possibilities of certain things that can happen and how that may feel don't really become a reality and hit real hard until it's hey, real. You said you're going to leave. It ain't real until you leave and you like, come on, oh, man. Oh, they follow through with that. <laughs> come oh. on. Like you really like you could really do it without the goat. Yeah. You can really do it without the goat. Hey, I wish you well, Tom Brady. You from my class, last of the Mohicans. That is officially a wrap for the class of 2000. Salute to the goats of goats. I'm glad the greatest football player to ever play the game came from the class that I was drafted in. Um, and, and much success and much love. Bless you and bless your family on moving forward. Coming up, we're going to talk about Kyrie Irving. Uh, he wants out. He wants out of Brooklyn. I, I know that, that TJ, you're a big-time basketball fan. Let him go, baby. Let him go. LeBron is closing in on the scoring record. I wonder if there's some type of connection there. Is this is this one of those type things? Uh, we'll talk about that. But first, let's get to another goat of goats. The man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Isaac Lowenkron. Right you are as always, LeVar. Let's start in the NFL where ESPN reports that Philadelphia Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen is interviewing today for a second time for the Indianapolis Colts head coaching job. 
Yeah. Remember their last full-time head coach, Frank Reich, had also previously been the Eagles' offensive coordinator. In college basketball right now, Virginia Tech out to a 26-19 lead over number 6 Virginia. Five minutes left to play in the first half. 13th-ranked Iowa State leading number 8 Kansas, 20-15. Seven and a half to play in the first half. At number 24, UConn has a 27-24 lead at Georgetown with five minutes left to play in the first half. In the NBA on Friday night, Orlando won at Minnesota 127-120. to The game featured a fight between Minnesota's Austin Rivers and Orlando's Mo Bamba. And afterwards, as is so often the case in this day and age, came the dueling social media posts. Bamba posted on Instagram the bleep around and find out graph meme. <laughs> Rivers posted, and I quote, fellas, quote, Buddy, I wanted you one-on-five with no backup. You needed your teammates. Otherwise, you would have been choked out. We only know you from an old rap song, not hoops. STFU and Orlando, my city. Ask around and actually find out they don't mess with you there. Facts. Unquote. And with that, fellas, back to you. I mean, social media beefs are just getting way, way, hey, way Alo, too far out. Hey, guess of what? The All-Star coming up. If they really like, feel that way, kids getting Mo tough. Bamba and Austin Rivers can meet up and handle it like men. If that's how you really feel, let's just... I'd like to see that. I know Bamba would have the reach advantage. Bamba would have the reach <laughs> advantage, but otherwise I'm taking Rivers. Oh, my gosh. I, I just, you know... I got to say, hey, I, I Plexico, think. Plexico, how are you? Like, yeah, guys, yeah, nice Plex to see is you, in. Man. Plex is in. <laughs> Plex is My back. guy is here. Hey, man. hey on another note, These hey, bro. Difficulties what are the that we Colts, got going on over here. Hey, what are the Colts and Cardinals doing, bro? What are they doing? What are the Indianapolis don't Colts nobody, and Arizona Cardinals doing with that? What are they doing? Nothing. Don't nobody want to go there. They got to figure yeah. it out, man. You know, Arizona, Arizona shouldn't have hired a GM before they hired a head coach. They needed to get a head coach that helped them hire the GM. I think that's just going to be a hard, that's going to be a hard little deal right there. That'd be a hard lift. But I don't know but about that's the what Colts. everybody does. Yeah, I mean, times are changing. 12 to 24 months. <laughs> that's the problem. You got to uproot your entire family for maybe two years. Hey, man. Is Man. it is it like just just a quick before we move on to to I mean we are in basketball we're going to talk Kyrie LeBron, uh, but Austin Rivers like I ain't never seen a a pretty goon man I, I'm sorry I, I ain't never seen a pretty goon in life bro <laughs> you ain't pr- you, you're too pretty to be gooning I, I just I just don't I don't understand how you could be talking recklessly like that not I mean, only that your daddy so was a professional athlete you don't know nothing about that I, I'm, I'm confused man his man. daddy was a professional athlete bro you don't know nothing about any of that man uh i, I i'm just trying to understand it hey, like, b- what, hey back in the Doc river days back in the back in the 80s and the early 90s it would have been some real scraps out there now these kids they just pushing around because they making too much money to lose it per game <laughs> I just, so I don't, just don't nobody throw punches no more. I, I, I mean, first of all, the whole idea of going at Mo Bamba, like that is a 
He looks. He got goon. He got goon life written all over his forehead. Like I'm sorry. Like goon life. Goon life. Is that a hashtag. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> it should be. Goon you seen life. that man's biceps and triceps and his traps? That's a. That's the wrong matchup. You gotta fit. You you gotta you gotta fix a fight that you can win. Hey Rivers, that ain't wise. Oh, man. Hey. Hey, maybe he said, you know, he said Orlando, his city, so maybe he got some some backup. He got he got he got some real goons out there. I mean, money, you know, money changes right, things. Right, right. Money do change things. I've seen a lot of pretty dudes that that got man. Just keep it on the court, fellas. Keep know. it on the court. It ain't worth it. it keep really, it on the it, court. It, it truly isn't the balance of it all. It's just actually kind of comical to me that y'all talk tough on on social media. Uh, but speaking of talking uh, tough or talking about demands. Kyrie Irving, he's demanding a trade. Demanding a trade. What what uh what say you guys to this? I mean, what does that mean about the the Durant effect? What does this mean about the future of the Brooklyn Nets? I mean, this is this is a, a, the latest uh headline for an interesting career that has kind of taken more of a entertainment value level than a substance of the game value level for Kyrie Irving. I think it's going to be an end off for the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, I really believe that. And uh, knowing Kyrie and everything that has happened to him in this past year, um, you know, I, I guess he tried to get a long-term deal done. They weren't matching the numbers that he wanted to. And he says he wants out. And I'm trying to figure out to myself, him and Kevin Durant are pretty close. And I'm, I'm wondering if he had a conversation with Kevin Durant before he made this executive decision to be like, you know what, I no longer want to be a part of this franchise. But I believe if Kyrie Irving is traded, I believe Kevin Durant leaves right behind him. And that sends the Brooklyn Nets back into a total rebuild, blow it up, start all over again. And they will go back to the bottom of a heap of being one of the worst teams in in basketball. But for him, moving forward, I just think that, you know, I saw LeBron had put up some little things up on his IG, on his it. Twitter. I saw but, it. But I just think the, 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 the three destinations that stand out the best fit for Kyrie Irving is one would be the Miami Heat. Two would be, I would say, the Los Angeles Clippers. And three would be the Dallas Mavericks because I believe if he goes to Miami, Miami doesn't have a true point guard. And it, it gives J- Jimmy Butler more freedom to be Jimmy Butler. But when you look at the the uh, the Clippers and the Mavericks, Dallas makes more sense to me because it takes Luka Doncic off of the ball and allows him to be a straight scorer because he's playing way too many minutes, man. If he's not scoring 45 to 50 points a game, then Dallas Mavericks don't have a chance to win. And looking at the Clippers, uh, Kawhi Leonard's not a true point guard. He's a two, three, and it'll take uh, Paul. It'll take Paul George off of the ball also, and Kawhi Leonard, and it allow them to go out and be the true players that they are instead of them guys playing out of position. So I think Kyrie moving forward, I think one of those three destinations is the best fit for him. I can't believe you just said all of that and did not include the Lakers. I cannot believe you just said all of that. Nope. You say the Dallas Mavericks. I'm not giving you that. It it makes sense, but Luka is so ball dominant that – 
he's effective because he's always going to make the right play. Do you take the ball out of his hands when that's when he's at his best? But they'll fit. There's same thing they do with Dinwiddie. I'm assuming Kyrie will get more opportunities than what Dinwiddie is getting. The key is, are the, the Nets have five days. Are they going to give in to this demand? And I'm of the opinion, I would rather lose you and get something than lose you for nothing. And so... But they're going to want a lot, though. They're not going to get up. Kyrie's a free agent at the end of the season, so who's going to give up a lot with a... It's not an understanding that Kyrie's going to resign. Because of what happened in COVID and he didn't want to get vaccinated, he... He'll play this time, but he ain't playing the next time. Who's going to want to commit to a max contract, which I believe would be close to $200 million, $198 million for Kyrie Irving when you don't know what you're going to get. So you can't mortgage your future for a guy that you don't understand or you don't know if he understands what this commitment level is. This is a lot of money. We need you on the court. We need you to do the right things. I, I personally what believe. What, what do you mean he doesn't understand what the commitment level is? I'm talking a commitment level from the organization that we're going to give you 198 million. You go out and uh, play basketball. And you put the, you put the ball in the hoop. One hundred percent. But if you're if you're the owner of a team, let's say you're the Nets, and we all can say what we want to say. You know they was pissed off he didn't get vaccinated and he couldn't play. We know that. We paying you all this money and you can't get vaccinated. You, you know that. So nobody wants to go through that situation, Plex. If you that's were on it, that, that's, I, I know, that, that, that's no longer a factor. We know that's over with. But what if something like that comes up again? Then I what? I don't believe it will. No, right. We never thought this would come up either. I mean, at the end of the day, he's still one of the top five players in the world. Kyrie Irving is a top NBA player. I want him on the Lakers. I'm just saying if we look at it from both lenses, how can they come to a happy medium? Um, the Clippers, I don't see that working. To me, it's the Miami Heat, it's the L.A. <laughs> Lakers, and it's everybody else. So Those you, think are the the, Lakers, you think the Lakers trade for Kyrie Irving and they send Russell Westbrook to reunite with Kevin Durant in Brooklyn? Kyrie Irving, expiring contract at the end of this year. He wants a Mac deal. Russell Westbrook, yes, because you'll get the two first-round picks that you want and you'll get an expiring contract. And because the Nets also have to throw in someone else. So whether it be um, Curry or Joe Harris, they'll get the quote-unquote, I guess you call it, dump salary because the salaries but, don't match up. The, 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 problem, the problem with Kyrie Irving going to the Lakers is that they have Dennis Schroeder and Russell Westbrook on the roster. So Westbrook those will two be guys gone. Has to go. Westbrook will be gone. Kyrie Irving gets LeBron James to that scoring record, even though uh, LeBron is going to get to the scoring Man, record. Anyway. Russell Westbrook would <laughs> be gone. You just said Dennis Schroeder. I love Dennis Schroeder, but Dennis Schroeder, Kyrie Irving. When we talk NBA, they names aren't in the same breath. I understand Our, that. This is up on game with LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris. Yep, that is a debate of debates. Uh, clearly, these are basketball uh, experts, not former football players. I'm glad y'all picked up on that. And you'll pick up on a lot of other things that we had to talk to, like 
Well, Derek Carr had something to say at the Pro Bowl that was very interesting. We're going to talk about that and more on the other side of this break. You're listening to Up On Game. We'll be right back. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segee, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Juan Gabriel, Juanquis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Christina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez and I'm Joseph Carrillo and we're the host of Becoming an Icon season two. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah! Yeah! All right, welcome back in Up On Game. We are closing out this hour, but the good thing for you, we got one more coming up, all right? Uh... Yeah, and in that next hour, well, I'll tease what we're going to talk about, but it's interesting. We have a legendary moment with a Hall of Famer. I'll let you guys know who that is. And, well, the Dylan Brooks-Donovan Mitchell deal, we're going to talk about that because this Dylan Brooks cat, man, uh, you know, it, it, we'll get to it. All right, but right now, let's talk about Derek Carr. Derek Carr had this to say at the Pro Bowl. I thought it was pretty interesting that he said it, but I, I'm interested to get y'all's take on it. Here's what Derek Carr had to say. 
Listen, Derek, you've thrown touchdown passes in Vegas before. You've been on fire. Have you ever been that hot in Las Vegas? Not that hot. It's uh, probably why I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> now, that was, wow. our, that was our homie Ryan Clark right there that, for ESPN. Um, a very candid, interesting moment. I mean, maybe it was witty. Maybe it was clever. Maybe hey, it let was... me hear that one more time. Go, run it back one more time. <laughs> Listen, Derek, you've thrown touchdown passes in oh, Vegas before. Wow. You've been on fire. Have you ever been that hot in Las Vegas? Not that hot. It's uh, probably why I'm going somewhere else. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I told you that boy is going to end up in Vegas. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I, I told you several times, and you said, no, he's not going to Vegas. He's not going to reunite with Devontae Adams. But that boy going to Vegas. Hey, Plex, number one, Derek Carr. That, I like that. That's probably that where you're going somewhere else. It I like gangster. that. But if you, Aaron Rodgers, you're going to be in a division with Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and now Sean Payton is the head coach in Denver, man, you better take your butt to the New York Jets or the Miami Why? Dolphins. Because it's an wow. easier, easier it's go. It's an easier so, path easier to the go. playoffs. It is an easier go. And they got pieces in place in New York. I mean, it's 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 very commendable. Hey, the Jets have a top defense. A top defense, really good young receivers. And with the Dolphins now, with Fangio as a defensive coordinator, they're going to be top ten. With that offense, come on now. I mean, I'm, I'm not really just so that sold on the Chargers as if the, the, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders can't make it to the playoffs over the over the Chargers. Well maybe we'll Kansas see. City, but not the Chargers with Aaron Rodgers added to that roster, who those guys he's gonna be playing with, I would think that the Raiders would be a better team than the Chargers if Aaron Rodgers was to go to Vegas. Well It'll play I out. wouldn't disagree with that, that they'd probably be close to being a better team, but do you want to do that? Is that some chances you want to take and you want to tell any of your career? <laughs> they might lose uh, Waller to, to free agency or whatever. Is it free agency for Waller no, or something? He, they just, they he might just trade an extension. Oh, did he yeah. sign it? Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, well, they might be a pretty good team, and I'll tell you who's a pretty good team. We are here at Up On Game. That's TJ Hushmanzada, my man Plexico Burris. Yep, we're live in the Up On uh, the, the, the com studio. We're going to take a quick break, and then you know what? But we'll be right back. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.